Okay, Boker Tov, everybody. So we're continuing the Parachaf, the 20th Parachaf of Mesilat Yesharim. We're talking about Chasidut, and when certain situations where Chasidut is not appropriate, or it seems like it's a good idea, but really it's not such a good idea. So now Ramchal is going to conclude uh, the Parak. Nimtseta Lamed, so we learn from here. Somebody really wants to do chasidut. Again, chasidut are things that are not required, but are above and beyond that which is required. Everything must be weighed based on the outcomes. According to the conditions that accompany them, meaning the situation, the side factors that are connected to these actions. Ha'et, according to the time, meaning sometimes sometimes the same action would be a good idea in one time and not a good, good idea at another time. According to the society, maybe certain situations as we mentioned above, if people, the people who are around are going to make fun, it's going to cause more damage than good. The subject, the subject matter, meaning as we mentioned, discussed yesterday, sometimes you have certain things that are obligatory, they're required, some things are just extra, you have to know the matter of what you're dealing with here. Ulafi hamakom, and according to the place, right? Sometimes you do certain do things, and then footnotes here he explains certain things are appropriate at home, not outside, or in one city and not in another city. It all could depend on the place. So all these factors must be taken into account in evaluating the value and validity of an action or a mitzvah that a person, especially an act of chasidut, particularly an act of chasidut in which one engages. And if separating from the action is going to create more sanctification of Hashem's name, more glory to Hashem, and satisfaction to Hashem, then doing it, meaning if separating is going to be better, than have a better result than doing it, he should separate and not do it. If something seems to be good on the surface, in the outcomes, some of them maybe the side points or the tangential results or things on the on the that come along with it, like a side effect sort of, uh, sort of hura, um, it's bad. And the side effects or the results are bad. It seems to be bad on its surface, right? Not that it's actually forbidden, but it doesn't seem to be a particularly a good act to do. It seems to be lacking in hidur or chumrah. It's not. It's not the 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 most beautiful action, right? Vetov betoldotav. However, it may be problematic in its appearance, but it's not so. Uh, but it is very good in its results. Hakol holech achar hachitum Everything follows the results. Follows the outcome. Follows the seal. That's the real fruit of the action. Again, it's very important to emphasize that Ramchal here is not talking about and violating any halachot. And he's not talking about not doing any mitzvot that a person has to do. He's talking about things that are extra. So things that are not necessary, sometimes the outcome is bad, a person should avoid it. Or sometimes he thinks that um, this is not the best way to do the mitzvah, but maybe in this context, in this situation, it is the best way to do the mitzvah, even though he... Isn't, he doesn't necessarily fulfill the mitzvah in the best way under normal circumstances, but here it is the best way to fulfill the mitzvah. A person has to have a heart to, to understand this, he has to have a heart that understands a proper intellect, really investigating properly the matters. 
It can't explain all the details because there's no end to the details. Hashem gives wisdom. From His mouth comes knowledge and understanding. So everything, as we said before, this is the third of the three requirements, has to require the siyata dishmaya, the help of Hashem. Uma said to Rabbi Tarfon, there was a story with one of the Chachamim, Rabbi Tarfon, in the Gemara, according to the Mishnah there, on Yudam Abed, Yochiach, that proves it. Shehechmir lahatot kivet shamai. He was wanted to be stringent, and he leaned on the side for the kriyashma at night, like in a sleeping, lying way. It says uvshoch becha when you lie down. So he was did it in a way that he was like he was lying down, which is the opinion of Beit Shamai. and they said to him, So something ended up bad happening. He put himself at risk because there were certain thieves that came. Whatever the details of the story was. But something bad happened to him. So they said to him, you, you, you deserved it, basically. You made a big mistake. You violate, you violate the words of Beit Hillel. And we know the halacha always follows Beit Hillel. Now, well, wait a second. He was being strict about himself. So what's so bad? So Ramchal tells us something very important, very interesting about Machloket between Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel. He says, This Machloket, this debate, disputes between Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel was a very serious matter because it could have chas led to a split in the Jewish people. And that's how great the Machloket was. The disputes were, It was a big Machloket between them. At the end, it was decided. The halacha follows Beit Hillel forever. So it's interesting. This is one. Of the, if you look at reading the Gemarot, the Gemara is very definitive about the fact that halacha is like Beit Hillel. We don't. We aren't even concerned about, about Beit Shammai other most situations. So Rambam says the reason is because this was such a great machloket that we had to make sure that we made the decision in a very absolute and definitive way to follow Beit Hillel. We don't follow Beit Shammai at all. The upholding of the Torah, so that this decision would stay forever and ever, it would never become weakened. We don't want the Torah to be split, that there's a Beit Shammai Torah and a Beit Hillel Torah. So, it's very, very dangerous. So they, the Chacham didn't want that to happen. The Akein Ladata Mishnah Zot, so according to this Mishnah, therefore according to this Mishnah, Yoter Lakula. The greatest Chasidut is to follow Beit Hilal, even when they're more lenient. You would think, I'm following a stricter opinion, opinion, I'm following Beit Shemai. But no, it's better to follow Beit Hilal, even when you're being lenient. Why? Because you follow Beit Shammai, you may be strict in this particular instance, but Chas V'Shalom Akalita rifts in the Jewish people. Two Torahs, Torah Beit Shammai, Beit Torah Beit Hillel. So we have to be very strong to protect the Torah, that, that we Halacha follows Beit Hillel. The story, it gives us eyes to see. This is where the light, the true light, the light of truth, the light of faith, this story illustrates to us that that sometimes you think you're being machmir, you think you're doing it better, but really you have to look at the 
outcome. So again, as we said, it requires great investigation, it requires a correct heart, it requires help from Shemayim, but Hashem, with all these things together, we can make sure that we do the best thing possible in the best way possible, the best time possible, that whenever we want to do Midat Chasidut, we always know the right Chasidut to do it at the right time and in the right way. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kol Tuv.